We are on the Gemara in Yavamas Mamvav Amabez 46b1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. In the last recording, we discussed the th- machlokas, the three way machlokas about what exactly is the process for conversion. What is the process? The conversion itself is the acceptance of the mitzvos and of Hashem. Uh, the process is either circumcision alone for men. Uh, everyone agrees that for women it's going to the mikvah. The discussion is with regards to for men. So one opinion is circumcision alone. Another opinion is uh, going to the mikvah alone would suffice. And then the third opinion, the chachamim, they are of the opinion that one has to do both. Uh, men have to have both the circumcision and go to the mikvah. So the Gemara says, It says, you can only become a convert if you do both uh, miluk circumcision and go to the mikvah. So where it says pshita, this is obvious. Uh, this is the opinion of the chachamim. We have a general rule when we have uh, individual opinions, and then we have the majority. The chachamim are the majority. We follow the majority. So the Gemara says no. Man chachamim No, the chachamim is not. They're not the majority. They are actually the opinion of rabbiosi, and that's the point. The point is to say that we follow. Rabbiosi. How do we know that Rabbiosi is of the opinion that they need to have men have to have a circumcision and go to the mikvah? The Tanya, because of the following Bryce. The Bryce says as follows: If a person comes and says they come to the Beisdin, they come to the Jewish court and they say, "I already had my bris mila for the purposes of, of conversion, but I have not yet gone to the mikvah." Uh, then he never met the Beisdin before. He's telling this to a new Beisdin. And he says, I already had a circumcision. So everybody is of the opinion that we cannot believe him. Even if he had a circumcision, uh, we don't know that he did it for the purposes of conversion. And if he didn't do it for the purposes of conversion, then it uh, wouldn't work. Uh, so everybody agrees that we do not believe him. It's, it, we're not able, or at least we're not able to believe him um, with regards to having a circumcision. But there is the following dispute. Rabbi Yehuda says, Matzvilan oso umabakach. Rabbi Huda is of the opinion, doesn't make a difference whether or not he had a circumcision for the purposes of converting. In the end of the day, let him go to the mikvah now. Let him go to the mikvah now. He could go to the mikvah now. And we will see either Rabbi Huda's opinion is that all you have to do is go to the mikvah. That's the entire process for men, even for men. Or he's of the opinion that either one works. Either having a circumcision alone would work or going to the mikvah alone would work. But in the end of the day, he's of the opinion that going to the mikvah alone will work. And so this person who comes in front of us and they want to convert and they said that they already had a circumcision, we're not sure if they had a circumcision for the sake of converting, but it doesn't make a difference. Let them go to the mikvah right now. But Rabbi Yossi argues, Rabbi Yossi Omer, and Rabbi Yossi says, no, they cannot go to the mikvah. We need to see, if we're the basin, we have to know for sure that there was a circumcision for the sake of, for the sake of converting. The Gemara now quotes, uh, in an added point, it's uh, an extension of this dispute. It says, Rehuda says, therefore, uh, a convert is allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos. Could a person convert on Shabbos? Uh, or at least uh, finish the conversion on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda says, yes, they could complete the, the, the mikvah, going to the, to the mikvah on Shabbos itself. That would work. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, they cannot go to the mikvah on Shabbos. And the Gemara, we will see in the Gemara in a minute, uh, will elaborate on this dispute and explain why would you think that you could go to the mikvah on Shabbos, why you can't go to the mikvah on Shabbos, what exactly are they arguing about. 
just as a brief introduction, as we get into that topic, uh, there there is a prohibition to convert on Shabbos. Everybody agrees that there's a prohibition to actually have the the main process in the conversion to have that take place on Shabbos is a problem. Why? That's a problem because of a malacha. It's one of the 39 malachos of the forbidden uh, uh, activities, the categories of forbidden activities on Shabbos. One of them is makabe patish, the completion of a utensil. And so in general, that's in the context of making a utensil, making a new utensil that's prohibited on Shabbos. Uh, what's unique here is that this is also applies to people, that when a person who's not Jewish becomes Jewish, that completes the person, that makes the person anew. And so therefore, that would be a problem on Shabbos as well. The question is, what is the, uh, the main part of the conversion process? Is it the circumcision or is it going to the mikvah? So we'll see that uh, in a minute. But everybody agrees that to have that, to, to complete, to, to have the main part of the circumcision take place on Shabbos would be a violation of Shabbos. So let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, Amar Mar, Lefichach Matbilin Gerbi Shabbos. The second half of the Brisa says, first, first half of the Brisa was, the, the non-Jew says, I already had a bris milah, I had a circumcision, I want to now go to the mikvah. So that was a dispute between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi. The second part of the Mishnah was whether or not one could go to the mikvah on Shabbos. So the Gemara quotes it, Amar Gerbi Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Pshita, isn't it obvious that according to Rabbi Huda, one could go to the mikvah on Shabbos? Rabbi Huda said, it was of the opinion that this this potential convert could go to the mikvah right now, right in front of us, even though they already had, we're not sure whether or not they already had a circumcision for the sake of conversion, they could go to the mikvah right now. So isn't it obvious? Basically, the Gemara is assuming that according to Rabbi Huda, what is, what is the opinion of Rabbi Huda? What is necessary for conversion? Either or. At this stage of the Gemara, uh, the Gemara thinks that according to Rabbi Huda, you could have either or, either circumcision or going to the mikvah. Either one would work uh, for the conversion to be to be convert. Um, since either one would work, so then the Gemara is asking. So then it's obvious that if they had a bris milah, if they had a circumcision in front of us, we know that they had it. It was done in front of us. So then to go to, that completes the the conversion. So then to go to the mikvah on Shabbos should be absolutely no problem. It should be obvious, asks the Gemara, that you would be allowed to go to the mikvah. Apparently they also went to the mikvah, which is an interesting point. It, what comes out is that Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that either one would work, either circumcision or going to the mikvah. But he's still of the opinion that ideally, it's not necessary, but ideally we would do both. So it seems to be, just a very interesting point, that according to everybody, ideally uh, we should do both. There are some opinions that say either one works. There are some opinions that say only going to the mikvah works. There are some opinions that say we need to do both. Uh, it's necessary to do both. But everybody's of the opinion that ideally we should do both. So Rabbi Huda here is saying that if they had a circumcision in front of us, that completes the entire conversion. And But we say you should also go to the mikvah. It's, a, it's, a, it's an added uh, level within the conversion process. Really the person already converted, but it's an added level within the conversion process to also go to the mikvah. So then certainly that should be able to be done on Shabbos. Why does the Bryson need to spell this out? It's obvious that you could go to the mikvah on Shabbos because since the conversion already took place, so then it's not a violation of completing the person. The person was already made into a Jew. So the Gemara says, no. 
load to come attacking Gavra, Kamashalandra, Behuda, Oha, Oha, Bai. Nimar says that no. One might have thought, if I didn't have that line in the Brisa, one might have thought that according to Behuda, it's not that either one works. One might have thought that only going to the mikvah is what makes somebody Jewish, even for a man. And circumcision alone would not work. One has to go to the mikvah. That's what one could have thought. When the non-Jew comes to us and says, uh, I already had my bris mila, I already had my circ- circumcision, so now I want to go to the mikvah. Rehuda says, fine, go to the mikvah. It's not because it's, uh, he holds that circumcision alone would have worked also. No, he holds, maybe he holds that going to the mikvah is the end all and be all. And if that's the case, then you would not be allowed to go to the mikvah on Shabbos. That's why we have the second half of the price to tell us, no, don't think that. The truth is, is that uh, Rabbi Huda is of the opinion that either one works, as we pointed out before. Either one works, and so therefore, if the, if the convert has a circumcision, so then that completes the process, and then going to the mikvah is just an added point. That certainly can be done on Shabbos, and that's exactly what the second half of the price is teaching us, that according to Rabbi Huda, either one should work. The Gemara now continues with the opinion of Rabiosi. And again, we brought down this entire Brisa for Rabiosi, because Rabiosi is of the opinion that you need both. So the Gemara says, Rabiosi says that when this convert, in the first half of the Brisa, the convert, the potential convert, comes to us and says, I already had a bris milah, and now, for the sake of uh, converting, and now I want to go to the mikvah, Rabiosi says, no, you can't go to the mikvah. Pshita, the Gemara says, so why do we have the second half? Once we know that according to Rabbi Yossi, uh, that you cannot uh, go to the mikvah, once you know that for Rabbi Yossi, we know that Rabbi Yossi holds that you need both circumcision and going to the mikvah. So if that's the case, certainly you cannot do that on Shabbos because going to the mikvah is necessary. It's necessary in order to convert. So then certainly you cannot do that on Shabbos. Seymour says, no, one would have thought Rabbi Yossi's opinion differently. No. One would have thought as follows. One could have thought that really, the only thing that's necessary is just the circumcision, not going to the mikvah. When this potential convert said, I already had a circumcision, well, we can't uh, just take his word for it. And so therefore, that circumcision that he had in the past wouldn't work. And so that's why he can't just go to the mikvah. But really, Rubiosi, one would have thought, really, Rubiosi holds that uh, circumcision alone is what makes a person Jewish. And the mikvah is just an added point, and maybe you could do that on Shabbos. That's why the Brisa ends off by saying that, according to Rubiosi, no, you cannot even go to the mikvah on Shabbos. Why? Because really, according to Rubiosi, you need both. According to Rubiosi, you need both. You need both a circumcision, and you need to go to the mikvah. And mikvah is an essential part in the process. If it's an essential part in the process, so then you cannot do that on Shabbos. You can't do that on Shabbos because that changes the person uh, completely. Uh, just to point out, so it seems from our Gemara that a person can't go to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion because that changes the... Per- uh, if you hold that the mikvah alone uh, or the mikvah at least is necessary within the conversion process, so then one cannot go to the mikvah for the purposes of conversion because that completes the person. Uh, we do not say the same thing when it comes to, let's say, for a person to become pure. They want to go to the mikvah, let's say, for a woman, or even also for a man. Uh, if she, let's say for her, she wants to go to the mikvah because she was in nida. She had an impurity of, because she had her period. So then for her to go to the mikvah, we say they're allowed to go on Shabbos. And uh, even though there is a concern that maybe it looks like she's uh, changing and she's becoming anew, uh, there's, there's, the reason why we allow it is, 
is because uh, who knows that whether or not she's going for the purposes of going for the mikvah or whether she's just doing it to cool off. She wants to go into the water. And so we are much more lenient uh, with regards to going to the mikvah, with regards to the laws of purity and impurity. When it comes to conversion, that's a more um, fundamental change. That's a significant change in the person. And so therefore that's not allowed, that cannot be done on Shabbos. Okay, that's the end of that part of the Gemara. Let's have, we'll go through a few more lines of the Gemara. One last story in the Gemara. Amar Rabbah, Rabbah said, the following story took place. The following story took place in the home of Rebchia Berebi. Rav Yosef adds that there was another person who was also in this house. Rav Yosef says there's a third person in the house. So three rabbis in the house. There are three. It sounds like a joke. There are three rabbis in the house. Rav uh, the son of Rebchia, Rav Oshia Berebi, and Rebchia Berebi. And what happens is the So a potential convert comes who's somebody who uh, already had Mila and had Mila in front of them. So it's not based on his word, but he already had Mila. But he did not yet go to the mikvah. So what did he say to them? What did he say to the convert? Amrlay, Rabbi said to, to the, this convert, Shehi Khan Adlamachar Balinach. So it happens to be the case was at night. They, they, he came at night, this potential convert came at night, and they told him. Listen, wait till the next day. Wait till the next day uh, to go to the to the mikvah. Why? So we'll see. The Gemara now comments on the story and says that we learn out three different things from the story. We can learn, prove three different things from the story. Number one is that we can prove from here that in order to convert, you need a based in of three. You need three people to oversee the conversion. Why? Because the story had three people. Now one could have said... Tosus points this out. One could have said that maybe it just happened to be there were three people there. The answer is that no. The fact that they're telling it to us that there were three people there means that it's significant that there were specifically three. Because we need three people there for a conversion. We also learn from here that we require both circumcision and going to the mikvah because this person already had a circumcision. So we see that it, that alone is not enough. You also have to go to the mikvah. That's number two. And the third point is that a person cannot go to the mikvah at night. Why can't a person go to the mikvah at night? Because there's a rule that we cannot have... This is a, We need a based in here. We, it, we, it's, uh, we need the court. Uh, when the court is, is uh, involved in something, that cannot take place at night. At least the beginning of it cannot take place at night. It could be that uh, they, they issue their psak, their ruling, that could take place at night. Uh, but the beginning of the whole court case cannot, cannot take place at night. And therefore, both the Mila, the circumcision, and going to the mikvah, even the mikvah as well, that cannot take place at night. It would have to take place specifically during the day. Now, this idea of a court ruling specifically uh, by day and not by night, or at least uh, the beginning of the of the of the of the case has to take place by day. That is really a whole separate discussion and analysis. Um, there's a lot to discuss on that topic. Uh, but it's not it's not for now. But uh, what we do see is that when it comes to conversion, it's viewed as the court as being involved. We need the the three people there to oversee it, um, and so we need them to be involved. So the Gemara says, Maybe we can prove from here that we also need not just three people, but three rabbis. In the story, there are there are three rabbis. So with regards to this, the Gemara says, No, Dilma di Klo. No, maybe. Um, Maybe it just happened to be three rabbis. The fact that they told us there were three people there, that was necessary. 
But the fact that there were three rabbis, maybe uh, they don't need to be rabbis. In the end of the day, whether or not they have to be actually Talmidei Chachamim, uh, Torah scholars, that is a uh, dispute that's found in the end of the day, whether uh, amongst the Rishonim, the commentators on the Gemara, that is a dispute whether or not it has to be specifically uh, three rabbis. The Gemara has one last line. Rabbi Yochanan says that for Geras, for conversion, we he, the the same idea that we mentioned before. You need three people there because the verse says Mishpat. The verse says that it sounds like it's like it's a it's a, you need the court. You need a court. It's like a it's a Mishpat. It's a it's a judgment. It's a ruling that requires three people uh, to be there, uh, and so that's that's what the Gemara concludes. Now this idea of having three people there is very interesting because this is not a ruling. It's not like there's some sort of dispute that they're coming to the court for for a ruling. The fact that we need the, the basin there um, is, is, a, is a good question. Why, why do we need the basin there? It's true, the Pasuk, the verse says that we need a basin there, but why? Why do we need the three three people there? So I heard a very beautiful explanation that uh, goes back to what we said in the previous recording, that the conversion of an individual is... Uh, reflects the conversion of on a national level when we received the Torah on Har Sinai and Mount Sinai. And over there we had, uh, we went had circumcision, we according to many, we went to the mikvah before receiving the Torah, and then we received the Torah, we accepted the mitzvot, and there was this uh, covenant between the Jewish people and Hashem, and Hashem was present. Hashem, his, his shechina, his, uh, there, was the, there was the presence of Hashem, uh, so to speak, at that at that conversion. And so to the Beisden, when the basin's there, the reason why we need them, the three of them there, is really for the purposes of really representing Hashem. They're there to represent Hashem within this new covenant that's taking place between the convert and Hashem. The basin has to be there to take place. They oversee it uh, to make, and they are representing Hashem within this uh, covenant. So it's a beautiful idea. Why specifically we need the basin there if it's not really a ruling that they're issuing? They're not making a decision, but they have to oversee it. Uh, because they are representing Hashem within this uh, this conversion. Okay, that concludes the Gemara, and we'll continue with these uh, discussions on conversion in next week's recording.